Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Put it in the chat. Tell me where you are seeing me from. If you're seeing me from Facebook or if you're seeing me from YouTube, and uh, then I know that this is actually working. So I think the stream is working. I'm going to go on and check here. First, I'll check on Facebook, which I know it's streaming because I can see me on there. So if you can, just throw something in the chat quick. Just say hello and tell me if you're from Facebook or from YouTube. Now I'm going to head over to YouTube. See if I can see it on there. Which I can. Alright, perfect. Perfect. Facebook. Okay, well, cool. This is working. Alright, good. Hey, Kevin, Joseph, Awesomely Royal, Liam. Awesome. Joseph Everup, Jeff Santhosh, AZ guitar player. Perfect. Awesome. This is working. Good. Okay. So at least now we know. Now we know that it's working. So I can start doing some live stuff. So the next thing I'm going to do, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for teaching me so much, Steve. Awesome. On Facebook. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Well, good. Now we know that this is working. So the next thing I need to do is try and figure out how to schedule them and actually have them go live. Um, and then we can chat with each other which is perfect because I can see all your all your chats here. Okay, perfect. Carlos is here, Danny, Renee, perfect. Okay, um, I actually am, yesterday I was going to go live, I was going to do this little thing on blues just to try and give you some ideas of some things to use. And since we are live right now anyway, and you're here, Pat's here, Mr. Junior's here, Dale's here, um, let's just do that, okay? So I'll just take a couple minutes and we'll talk about this. Hey, Francis. So one thing I want you to understand is if you're like me, when, you've, when, you, when you're learning how to play, you spend a lot of time working on rudimentary things, whether it be scales, whether it be theory, um, whether it be licks or something like that, or, or a particular kind of technique that you're trying to develop, and all of that is awesome. Thank you, Dieter. Thank you, Axel. Thank you, Don. Um, but what I want you to think about a little bit is also the nuances that you're using to try and make them sound good. Hey, Charles. Uh, Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Averip. My son's just learning, but I'm I'm pretty good, but you're better. <laughs> okay, thanks, Steve. So let's go ahead and take a look at this. So what we're going to do here is I just want to give you some subtle elements that you can use in your blues. Okay, let's just take the A minor pentatonic. If you have your guitar handy, I'm not going to take a bunch of your time, but just some things to think about. So if we take that scale, the A minor pentatonic, the first thing I want you to think about is I want you to think about your dynamics and your tone. Okay, your dynamics in how hard or soft you're playing. See how you could create a really great dynamic by just picking harder or softer at different times. Hey, Tom. Hey, Gareth. Hey, uh, Craig. So you got to think about that a little bit. Think about the tone that you've you've created. And again, tone is a whole other conversation. But if you're trying to play something that's a bit more mellow or a bit more heavy or clean or whatever the case may be. Hey, Fabian. Uh, hey, Benji. From Haiti. That's awesome. 
okay? You think about the tone and you think about your dynamic. And that dynamic might also include your volume, right? Hey, David. Okay. Right? And it also might include your, your, uh, which pickup selector you're choosing. Right? To kind of try and create that sound that you're looking for. The next thing I want you to think about is how important these things are. Bending, vibrato, and slurs, which for us slurs are going to be hammer-ons, pull-offs, and slides. So bending, you've got whole step bends. Right? You've got, for instance, blues bends. I just love the sound of a, just those little teeny subtle little bends and a vibrato, okay, those kind of things. And I, again, we'll get more into this stuff. Right now I'm still, you know, we're testing this software, trying to get this to work. Um, let's see here. Kevin's here, Dendy, Rebecca, Nelson. Hey everybody, Kevin. Double picking is hard to show a beginner. Yeah, you know, it takes a while to get used to a lot of these things. And again, that's why I want you to think about, you've got all of these various rudimentary elements that you're trying to, let's just call it that, you know, whether it's a particular technique that you're trying to learn. But what I want you to think about are the nuances when you play as well. Even just the dynamic. Hey, Mike. See? And then as you get more comfortable with, again, bending, vibrato, slides, hammer-ons, uh, pull-offs, all that kind of stuff, then you start thinking about some other notes that you might add in. For instance, if we're playing blues, a great one to add is the blues note, which is right here. If you go to your root, wherever your root is, pentatonically, if you go up one, two, three, it's the next note. And it's a pretty ugly note over the root itself. Okay? But it sounds great when you use it in conjunction with other stuff. Uh, just Say It says, Glad caught you live. Really helped me get back into playing. At 45 years old, finally figuring out lead. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Boxing for Fitness. Thank you. Okay. Let's see here. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. Uh, still doing Stonehenge. Thank you, Jack. Uh, yeah, I'm actually the, the, the little guy that runs around in the stage for Stonehenge. That's me. See, that blues note is just cool. And you can use it in ascension or descension or back and forth. Let me show you. If I'm descending the scale or ascending, I can use it either way. And I can use it back and forth like this. 
So you see, if I just take those subtle elements of bending, slides, hammer-ons, pull-offs, those kinds of things, and I know I'm running through this kind of quick, but if you think about those and really start learning to utilize them, don't think so much about how much you're playing. Think about the quality of what you're playing. See? Just a nice little... You know, you can just throw in one of those little blues bends, and it can stop. Hey, Scott. Nice to hear from you, buddy. Dendy, thank you. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense to you. Hopefully that helps you a little bit. And I swear what I'm going to be doing is going live a little more often here during the day uh, to try and give you some different kinds of things to think about. Um, I'm trying out this this Restream software, trying to see if I can get it all working. I was having a problem with it, and it looks like we've kind of got it figured out, so I can actually start scheduling some things, and we can hang out. Hey, Louie, nice to, nice to uh, hear from you. So, all right, so let's think about those, and let's start working on just the nuances. Think about subtle elements like dynamics, picking harder or softer. Okay. Think about your tone. Think about your toggle switch and your volume and that sort of thing. And again, you don't have to be overwhelmed by it. Just learn how to turn your volume all the way up and turn it back. And learn how to really control that. Most importantly, hey, Beth, is to learn how to control that through your guitar pick. Then start working through... Yeah, that's right, Don. Yeah, losing, using this stuff to backing tracks and all that sort of thing. Just You'll notice what I'm worried about right now is how things sound. I'm not really worried about the groove right now, which is really important, and you know, repetition, motif, that sort of thing. Those are all really important as well. But just trying to learn how to make some sounds that I really like, and then maybe I'll start putting it to a groove after that. You know what I mean? So, uh, do I need the long hair? You don't need the long hair, and as a matter of fact, unless you've got a ponytail. See, when you live in the Midwest and you have long hair, it's a disaster, because we always have 30 to 40 mile an hour winds around here, which is why most of my friends have now cut theirs, but if I cut mine, you probably wouldn't recognize me, and nobody would watch me anymore. Uh, let's see here. Bobby says, thanks for all you do, landing on chord tones and then improvising with scales. That's awesome. That's right, and that's that's very important. Uh, how do I practice a scale? Well, there's lots of ways that I practice a scale. You know, I might do them just, again, rudimentarily, if that's a word. You know, that sort of thing. But then the other thing is, is learning how to get creative with them. Like, I love what I call intervallic movement. So intervallic movement is when you try and do things where it doesn't just sound like you're going up and back down. You see, so you try and get more creative with the way that you move. And again, this is what I'm talking about. That's the whole point of the conversation today is being creative, right? Don't just play. You might have a great lick that you use, right? You know, whatever, whatever it might be. But when you're playing creatively, you're trying to think outside that box. So when you're thinking about scales, like I always, if you go on YouTube, you can look up my name and look up the term meandering and you'll learn about this. But you start learning how to get... 
start learning how to kind of shift and move back and forth between those those positions. Okay, um, and then you start learning how to jump over things to get more unique sounds like that. You know, you might. to learn how to do that stuff so thank you everybody for being here thank you for the chat i'm glad that i'm able to see all of you and uh now we can actually make this work and i can start going live a little more often and we can just hang out uh charles says quality over quantity is the most important thing i've learned in my journey that's right i mean there are times listen i listen to metal and all kinds of different styles of music and there are times when you want really fast and you want to add that in you know for energy or power or whatever it might be absolutely the problem for guys like me is, is I wound up spending so much time trying to develop that aspect of my playing that when I was younger, I really had no ability of being able to be creative and really listen to the music. Um, so I'm thankful that I spent so much time practicing some of those elements. And, and if you are, I'm glad you are as well. Um, but you just, you got to remember to try and kind of balance that out with musical elements as well. If I say it that way, I don't mean that in negative connotation, but you know, creative elements that make it sound like you're really trying to make the, the guitar sing, but it depends on the situation. It depends on the jam that you're playing, um, the style of music that you're playing, all of those things, you know, make a really big difference. So, all right, everybody take care and I'll talk to you soon. All right. I got to get this thing out of the way and there we go. Okay. And I'll talk to you soon. Again, I'll start trying to schedule some things here if I can get this software working and we'll keep going. Okay. Take care. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be talking about bending. And I'm going to talk about standard bends, and I'm going to talk just a little bit about exotic bends. And maybe this week what we can do is we can try and focus on uh, optimizing our bends a little bit. So what I want you to do is if you get a chance, just chat in the uh, wherever you are. Let me know if you're from YouTube or Facebook or whatever. If you are on Facebook, if you go to either the Steve Stein channel or the Steve Stein guitar channel, you can actually respond to the chat and I will see what, what you post. So just let me know and we'll go from there. So what I want to focus on today is just learning how to optimize bends. And the reason I say this is when I was uh, younger and I was teaching a lot of private lessons, you know, regardless of whether it was a child or an adult or whatever, when we would jam together and they would, you know, be jamming and they would go for a bend, hey, many a doctor, and they would go for a bend. If it didn't go the way they wanted, you could see them withdraw. You could see them get nervous and, and back off. Um, hey, Christian. Hey, uh, Lil Abner's Clubhouse. <laughs> um, and I don't want that to happen. So what we want to do is we want to try and talk about making sure that your bends are proper. Hey, Jason. Hey, Amir. Hey, Ashmael. Hey, David. So let's just say we were going to be in E, okay? So we'll start off with E minor pentatonic, and then we'll move into a, a couple other things here, okay? Hey, everybody. So what we're going to do is let's just take our E minor pentatonic. And let's take just real quick, there's three main what we call whole step bends, which is two fret bends, okay? We're bending the string two frets, and you really wanna make sure that when you bend, that you're actually bending up two frets, and you're hitting the note that you want. Hey, Jose, hey, Dieter, hey, Amon, hey, Vince. Uh, Uerton from Brazil. So what we want to do is when you first start learning how to do bends, the most important thing is that you hit the bend. If you bend it too high or you bend it too low, it just sounds like you're out of tune. Okay? So regardless of, you know, what kind of guitar you're using or whatever, you want to try and look. Now I'm bending on the 15 and I want to go up to the 17. 
So I want to get that sound in my head. And I want to learn to bend until I hear that sound. Now, as I get more comfortable with playing and, and you know, my guitar and all that sort of thing, you know, I'm going to start hearing it more and more in my ears as well. You see what I mean? Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.